to Prince Among Queens, featuring your host, Troy Bronstein. In this program, Troy speaks to some of the most talented recording artists in the music business. You'll hear the stories, as well as the stories behind the stories. What's big, what's now, what's next? You'll get the updates right here. Now, here's Troy Bronstein. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Prince Among Queens, and I'm your host, Troy Bronstein. If you'd like to email me, you can do so at Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. And if you'd like to call in today to speak to our special guest, you can do so on 866-472-5787. First, I'd like to welcome all the new countries that we've uh, been getting responses from. I appreciate it. Keep listening. Keep going. And um, also, we're back here in sunny Puerto Vallarta. So we're sort of on uh, location here. So if you hear any weird sounds or noises or anything, hey, you know, it's Mexico. So what are you going to do? And I'm going to give a shout out to two of my friends that I left on the beach, Val and Wendy. Uh, they'll be listening to the show as well. So enough of me talking. Let's get to our special guest today. I've had the pleasure of knowing this uh, lovely lady for many, many years and gone on uh, some of the tours with her. And I'd like to welcome her to my show, Miss Suzanne Palmer. Well, hello, hey. Troy. How are you, dear? Good. I'm glad to be here. I feel good, like good. I'm in Mexico. I feel the sun, even though I'm in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was still cold there. In fact, I was talking to somebody today from Chicago. They said it's still cold. It's still cold. It was like, but it changes. That's the way Chicago is. It's so exciting. It's 80 degrees one day. And not even one day, a half an hour later, it's 45. So <laughs> that's spring in Chicago. So oh, Well, it's 80, 80 degrees all day here and about oh. 79 at night. So it's kind of, you know, it's, oh. it's my happy spot. That's why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> so. I like it. I like hearing about it. So, <laughs> yeah. so now about you, my dear. So uh, basically, um, you grew up in Chicago on the South side and um, you're a daughter of a jazz pianist, which I didn't know that. Um, right. Right. So we cool. had music all the time that like um, some of my favorite singers, um, Dinah Washington, Billie Holiday. So I just grew up listening to great music. That's why you've got that powerhouse voice of yours and, and listening to those, you know, ballads and. I think girls. so. It's, Sang, so, as we say. Yes, they did. <laughs> and um, like my, I, I never thought like I would be a sand, never liked my voice. Mm -hmm. So it's just funny. You never know how life, where life will lead you. But that's true. That's true. Because at the age of 16, you were performing professionally already. And right. um, I understand that you were on albums, you know, with Angela Bullfield and Jeff Lorber and Terry Collier and. Maurice White ended up signing you to a recording product uh, project, excuse me, after he heard you um, win on uh, Showtime at the Apollo. How was that? At the, that was really great. That was really great. <laughs> uh, Showtime, the whole experience was, is, was incredible. I, that is a book in itself, but it was great. <laughs> but I did, um, if you remember the, so the, the song, the uh, show Star Search. Mm-hmm. I did that show. Did you? And, yeah. Oh, and I met wow. a friend, okay. Kim Coles, who did the comedian. She was a comedian. And she's been in Living Color. And the, uh -huh. the, I, I, I know her. And she said, because we won and lost the same. And she and I, that's another story, too. But we, uh, we got to be <laughs> fast friends. 
you know, winning and losing, going like, wait a minute, I shouldn't have lost. <laughs> Me neither. Okay. Right. But anyway, right. she gave the tape to um, the Apollo because she was doing some work over there, out there. And um, they called and I went out and did Showtime at the Apollo and... Um, Nailed it. it. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> it was really great. You see that the energy is just of the, I got to find that. If anyone I has bet. that. I bet, because <laughs> it's live, right? The whole thing yeah. is live. None of it's recorded. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So um, anyway, so he, so I had been signed to a deal, which, as you know, this business is up and down. Right, and, right. And I had just found out that that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I was doing my laundry. I came back and um, there was a message on my message machine to tell you how <laughs> long ago that was. Yeah, but, talk to um, the beep. Beep. <laughs> and uh, I heard this voice and he was like, Maurice White. And I was like, no, it couldn't be. But anyway, I answered the phone. It was him. And we did, uh, we did some songs together and he flew me out there and we were under, a, I worked with him and, that was incredible because that's another voice. Right. If we aren't Dan, I mean, we all listen to that. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. It covers all genres. So yeah, that's, that's great. Now, when that was all going on, is that when you toured Europe with the Victory Singers, which was the um, Chicago was a, gospel group? That was, was a few years before? after that. Mm-hmm. Um, that I did that. Because in um, Poland, you won you won the um, Sopot International Pop Festival, right? Right. That's the vocalist you won there right. out of 16 that was, countries. That's pretty amazing. I, that that was another, wow, that's another story. Because uh, <laughs> I'm going way back, girl. I started I'm the beginning. You, I have, <laughs> and I didn't even tell you about the comedy improv stuff I did when I was 17. Oh. Anyway, so that's, but that, that was in New York, and that was another story. But anyway. Um, uh, so was that the first time you went out of the country when you went with that the, was actually the, the first and, time I'd gone out of the country that I knew someone um, who had married a girl who we're actually still friends with, but she she was a big star with kids in Poland mm-hmm. and then she came here and I'd met her she was you know a great singer here in town and and um, something happened she was she was like you got to do this this contest this whatever come on out and um she sort of arranged things and I went out there and it was that that was again that was interesting I mean it was really I mean that's huge that that's a huge picture. thing that they it, had it was there. really a big I mean <laughs> it was really big, it's not just so. some little contest I mean that's well a huge it's funny thing. because in Poland I mean it was free this was 94 maybe 93 mm-hmm. you know at, somewhere around there um I left the hotel. There's a there was two stations, only two TV stations. Like, and it was just TV right. stations before cable. And um, I left the hotel. Nobody knew who I was. The state, the TV station that was running this show was the only. As I said, there's two TV stations, and one broke down. So there was only one station. So everyone in the country basically was, was watching, watching you. This oh my show. god. So the next day when I came back in the hotel after the, you know, filming it, and I was like this big star, you know, it was just funny. I walked out like, yeah, whoever, whatever. I come back. Oh, I see you so far. You're great. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Polish, so I could do a good Polish accent. So. But, 
Well, that's great, though. I mean, that's that's got to be a, I mean, a, a rush in itself, because like you said, you go in, you leave the hotel, nobody knows who you are. And then the next day at the hotel, everybody's like, you know, asking for autographs and telling you how fabulous you are. I mean, it really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I am. Thank you. <laughs> well, just to, to continue the, the fabulousness, if that's even a word from there, you appeared on it the Oprah now. Winfrey show. I uh, did that with did Gloria Estefan. Estefan, right? We did that um, reach. I think reach that was for the, the Olympics. Yeah, right. Exactly. How, how was how was that? We'll be in on the Oprah show first. Let's talk about that, and then we can talk about Gloria after that. What well, was too? Uh, I mean, and at the time, that was the big right. Oprah. Like that was <laughs> that it. was the deal. That was the shit. yeah. <laughs> so it was. I mean, it really was fabulous. It was great. We just. Uh, you know, that was, in fact, um, was it after that? I was on, I went to, I went to a filming of Oprah's that they were doing, like, she had lost a lot of weight and mm-hmm. a lot of people were sort of hating on her for losing right. it. So, so I went with two friends of mine that were uh, overweight that, again, great, incredible, great gospel singer that she said, let's go to this, you know, show this filming. And, that was, that was like my first experience, but I wasn't a guest. I was like a part of, you know, part of the audience and we were all talking about, you know, whatever. But um, doing the um, Oprah show with Gloria Estefan was, it, I mean, it was great. I mean, there's nothing that I could say bad. They're just, you know, they treated you right. Everybody was, was fabulous. I didn't get a free car, but, you know. <laughs> well, it's not the price is right, but it was Oprah yeah. show, you know. Maybe at Christmas time, you would have gotten something, well, right? It was right. Yeah. Then, but Gloria was cool and nice to nice. Yeah, um, she was really sweet. Because I heard she's very, very nice. Yeah, she was very sweet to all of us. Um, we had a, again it was a gospel choir. I'm trying to think of who. So the Victor Singers. It was one of the we were hired to mm-hmm. do to come in and supplement. Yeah. So it yeah, because from that, I mean, you kept going on, and then you know that year in February on the Jazz's Magazine, they declared you. Um, the winner of the uh, Voices of the New Jazz Culture. Right. That was. So, I mean, here you go. You keep it, rolling, rolling, rolling right in the right direction. So, you know. Yeah. And they're very different. It's just, I'm, you know, I'm eclectic musically. I really love a lot of different things. So, you know, jazz. Again, my father was a jazz musician. So that sort of stemmed from that. All kind of went hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, at that point then. You finally, I'm going to say finally, but you finally ventured into the house music um, and you were a vocalist on The Absolute, uh, right. it's called The Absolutes, um, where you did There Will Come a Day. And then the follow up, I believe, which for those of you out there, you might want to um, uh, YouTube it or iTunes it. Um, uh, I was not able to get a, a hold of it to, to play it. Um, it's a great track. And Suzanne you know, received a gold record for that. So in the UK, so good job. Congrats on that. And um, on that, you were singing. I mean, that was gospel church. You were hitting, man, you were (laughs) like Janice Robinson says, she was singing. (laughs) You were like hitting those notes. So how, I mean, you know, what, what an accomplishment to like right out the bat. And then here you come into, you know, a different genre, house music, and you get a gold record. I mean, you had to be just riding on cloud nine this whole time. I, it was just, you know, that's where life, you plan it out and it doesn't do anything that you think it's going to do. Right. Because so yeah, you were saying well, you didn't even know about being a singer and here, look at everything you've already accomplished. 
Right. Because <laughs> I started singing. I was, I was in a comedy improv group in like teen years and back. Um, and I started a thing called, it was a make blues, an improv, where you improvise some words that someone gives you and you make a blues and it's a funny thing that happens. And that was one of the things I was doing that in New York. And um, let's see, that was one over a year. And uh, we did a thing at Catch a Rising Star where Pat Benatar oh. was singing, like was before she was Pat Benatar, was mm-hmm. one of the, we were all like sort of. One of the catching, one of the stars you were catching. Yeah. Wow. But, um, but anyway, so that was one of the, that was, it's just so, you know, your life touched so it touches so many people so that's true it's true for the vocals and so we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna hear a piece of a different track called keep the faith that uh suzanne did and we'll be talking about that later on but if you do get a chance you should listen to i believe and we'll be right back with more of suzanne palmer yay This is Crystal Waters, and you're listening to my favorite prince, Troy Bronstein, on Prince Amongst Queens on VoiceAmerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day, we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control, and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Dive on in. That's right. Dive on into my favorite prince among queens, Troy Bronstein. You tell him Debbie Holiday sent you. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. 
To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right, everyone, welcome back. And we have Miss Suzanne Palmer in the house with us today. And so continuing on, so after all, all of that, you get signed as a solo artist to MCA Twisted Records. And then that's when actually you came across um, well, Grammy Award-winning producer Peter Rohoffer and the whole Hi. club. Oh, sorry about that, everyone. That's my phone. I forgot. To Hello. No, I forgot to put that on, <laughs> on uh, airplane mode or shut it off or whatever. But um, uh, that's when you came across Peter and did the whole Star 69 thing. So how was that? Right. How was that reaching out to him? I'm trying to turn this off. Just bear with me, people. Oh, that's how me was, calling you. Wait a second. I no, forgot we're on the air. I Hold just on. turned it off. And he's going to say, why did you cut me off? Okay, there we go. Well, Ron, Sorry about that, Larry. If you're listening, I'm, I'm on the air, so I couldn't talk to you on the phone. So but yeah, so with, go ahead. But, so with um, Peter, the Club 69, um, and actually you got three major hits right out of, again, right out of the bat with him, with uh, Much Better All Right and Muscles. So that, well, it's you know, really weird because, I, you know, I don't know, weird, but it's, um, so Peter and I, really the first time we met was in Austria in the studio. Mm-hmm. in the studio but he so the the person Rob Stefano that was running Twisted, Twisted for MCA because that was a new label then with MC or MCA had signed them and um he had Peter was also on Peter Rohoffer was on the label so Peter mm-hmm. was in the middle of doing or the beginning or somewhere of doing his album I think it was it was um, called um, Style, right? Mm-hmm. That was the album, um, and he was doing the vocals. So he said, "Would you would you like to?" You know, I was the whole idea behind the album that I was going to do with um, with Rob was different producers mm-hmm. and dance music. Um, and he said, "You know, Peter's." got a good following you should go out there and if you do this one song with him then you know whatever so they flew me out uh to austria i'd never been to austria before so it was mm. great it's a pretty country you know, it was like really pretty really clean the water was really <laughs> i was used to like bottled water they're like no don't worry just pretty. so <laughs> so one night so i'm there i go down to the studio and um Peter and I just get along. Like when I say get along, I mean, we, we work really, worked really well together. It was just like he, you know, we communicated. Like he just worked. It wasn't like, cause I don't like to party in the studio. I like to just go get in, down to business, do right. it. Right. Exactly. Get down to business, get out of there. Um, but so it's I nice when you want- go in a studio and someone just feels you and they understand you and it just flows. Right. Exactly. So he, for example, I was singing something, I sang a line and he got, he said, uh, yeah, Suzanne, that is exactly wrong. And I was like, <laughs> so this, the engineer was like, you know, don't, he, he didn't mean, you know, he's like, I'm like, no, I'd rather commute it. That's the way I like. It. Well, that was Peter. <laughs> yeah. And that was uh, exactly you know, wrong. That was, yeah. That was Peter. It's really like exactly wrong. So, so, um, which was fine because then I, it was clear. It was less work for me because I knew 
all right, that's not Change what it, we're right. going to get from this song. You want it <laughs> this way, whatever you want it to, what your vision for. Anyway, so he um, basically, I ended up doing the, all the vocals on that. I mean, the vocals, the singing vocals, because then um, Kim Cooper did the to- the talking about drama and uh, I don't remember. Because I really that's, basically that's right. only that's know right. about that's me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I only think of, I only care about me, so I only sort of remember that. But I remember drama, yeah, because Kim Cooper right. was on that. So, yeah. So she did the speaking stuff, and I did the singing stuff, and we did. I did the four songs, and I yeah, one right after the other was hit, hit. Billboard hit, Billboard, you know, and that's great. And those are the days where you had a single, and that kept you working all year, and then there was another mm-hmm. single. Exactly right, and you can go on tour and just enjoy right. the reap, you know, reap the benefits, and then and there again, on. nobody knew me. I just, you know, didn't know anything. I remember, you know, starting out, starting out, and then going to was Atlanta the first time where people like knew who knew I who was. Were. Right? Yeah, right. It was like, was oh. that a Backstreet or Jungle or one of those clubs out there? I think it was probably. I think it was Jungle. Yeah, probably Jungle, yeah, because Tony Moran and everyone plays there, and, and Peter's yeah. played there, so that was probably it. But, yeah, because, I mean, at this point, here you come, and, you know, I'm going to use the word as a newcomer, because basically, right. oh, yeah, which were, and um, you've got this voice that, number one, when everyone hears you sing, they think that you're a black choir girl, because you've got that, you've got those and, vocals, and you've got those chops, and then when they see you, and you're this little timid, white, you know, blonde girl, it's like, wait a minute. Well, when Is I that would get out of on you? the airplane, <laughs> oh, Troy, when I would get, as you know, as an agent too, just, you know, dealing in this business, you're dealing with clients and this. So I, my picture wasn't in the beginning in Club 69. Right. It was, I mean, you heard the voice. I was a featured, uh, you know, I was featured, but it wasn't. So I would get off the airplane and they didn't know who, who you are, what I would. <laughs> So the guy, the guy who like booked, we to go like, he's thinking, I could feel it all the way. Like, he's, oh, you're going to do the sound check. And I could feel the thing like, who the fuck? Who, oh, excuse me. Who do they, who are you? What? And then you'd sing this sound, I'd sing this sound check and it actually would sing and voice and be, and they'd go, oh my God, I'm so, you know, I thought that. You were that they sent you. They sent me someone else. I didn't think that. It was. <laughs> well, I remember the first time I met you. It was the same thing because we were talking and talking, and we were at sound check, and then you know the music starts, and you were like, "Bam!" And I went, "Holy crap!" And this this powerhouse vocal came out. I mean, you know, like a three hundred pound black woman. <laughs> Here you are, you know, <laughs> tiny little thing. Yeah. But um, that's that's accomplishments. But I mean, that 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 says it right there, and that's why they say that you know you've got to. Um, a stylistic diversity and an emotional range in your, in your voice. So, you know, you can sing these different songs and, and, you know, make the, the, the feeling different. And and that's what I think it's all about. Music is all about is a feeling, getting, evoking a feeling from somebody when you're on the dance, whatever, you know, having someone be lost in the music. When I have, I have people that, that contact me, and say, you know, when I was coming out, or I was coming out to my family, or when I was coming out and dealing with who I was, whatever, I listened to this song, right? Uh, you know, all right, this got me through, what, you know, whatever. I think that's such a huge compliment, and it's such a, um, I don't know, it's just touching, like you have a part of someone's life that 
that's a really good thing about music. You know, you'll always, usually you'll have a, if, if, if the memory's good, if you, you know, that for the rest of their life, they'll be like, you know what? Every time I hear that song, that reminds me of this experience exactly. I had. Exactly. Yeah. And then, I mean, you began writing and then recording in Vienna at that time with Beat for Feet. Uh, is that correct? Right. And they were from Vienna who um, actually, Peter introduced me to them, to them when I was out there doing something. Cause then once we did the album, then I would, I traveled there a few times. We did um, different shows there, different, whatever. And um, he introduced because looking for someone to do the album, my album. And uh, we ended up doing that. And I ended up, so the company, I ended up spending a summer there in Austria and recording the album and re writing a bunch of stuff with Beat for Feet and uh, which was what we did. Um, I think you, I think you played it for uh, Keep the Faith. Keep the Faith, yeah. That was, they, but that was with um, uh, uh, Tiesto though, Keep the Faith, wasn't it? No, that was, I did, um, that was later. That was right. after, that was a little later. Because yeah. with these guys, didn't that, isn't that where all the um, the house anthems like stand up and it's my yeah. life and, and right a lot of those yeah. goes on and uh, all that stuff came during that time right right exactly wow but I thought keep the faith it, um, I don't know it's good for right now I think we need to keep the faith that we're gonna it's true it's true it's a it's a it's a great track and and um, you know the writing. Uh, the message, I'm going to say, the message in it, you know, is uh, is great. Um, and then, you know, from there, you had all these anthem hits, and then you reunited again with Peter, right. and um, you had Hide You, which came out, and that was a big, <laughs> a big hit. I mean, that, that went, I and that was a shock. I mean, actually, my my and that went number five. Was, that went yeah. number five. Yeah, so that's pretty big. That was that was. Yeah, that was big. And <laughs> I didn't, I was like, how am I going to perform this? Because it's, there's not many, <laughs> I mean, it's, but it is, again, an emotional song. But mm -hmm. Peter found that. He was like, would you be interested in doing, you know, this song? And I listened to it. I was like, wow, it's lyrics. I wish I wrote it. I didn't, but I, right. uh, but I wished I did. Anyway, it did, uh, it did well for me. It did very, very good to me. It was, it was a very, yeah, it was a very, very good yeah. track for you. And um, uh, there was another one. Um, uh, show me. Similar, show me, yeah. Show me. And, um, well, I mean, it, it, it goes on, you know, to where you had um, some other ones that I'm going to talk about in a minute um, because we're going to take a break here in one more second. But after that, with Hide You, then you collaborated with TJ Tiesto. Right. right. And right. you had the Flight 643, Love's on Fire. Loves on fire, right? That was that was really good. That was another phone call. We're like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're with all these name top name uh, people, and you know, you're you're now your name is starting to speak for itself. And obviously, look at who's coming at you. They're calling you, and they're yeah, saying, was, Suzanne, would you like to sing on this song? Or you know, can I put you on one of my records? And you know, that's, that's huge because normally, you know, the managers will track them down and say, I have a singer and, you know, do you have a, right. a, a track and, you know, she can either write to it or sing to it or, you know, something of, of, of that nature. And instead they're coming to you, which is a lot easier yeah, was, <laughs> from this side of the fence. You know, it's great. <clears throat> and the story about that is magical too, because it okay. has to do with my daughter, but it, but it was, uh, 
um, I don't know if you have time, right? But just where that the day before, uh, the day before. Well, hold, just thinking, hold that. Because yeah. We're going to, we're going to, let's go, let's take our break. And then that way you won't have to rush through it and you could tell the, the whole song, but we're going to play a song called get you there uh, from Suzanne, which is a little bit different because it's kind of like not spoken word, but you're kind of talking, rapping, yeah. however you want to look at it. You guys all take a listen to it and, and tell us what you thought It's called get you there. And we'll be right back with more of Suzanne Palmer. Stressing about this and that This ain't no tit for tat No tit for tat You always on the phone Never leave it alone What's up with that? What's up with that? It's time to wash that car It's never clean You know what I mean It's time to clean You're always acting so low Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hi, this is Jeannie Tracy. You're listening to our favorite prince, Roy Brunstein, on Prince Among Queens on VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Hi, this is Linda Clifford, and you're listening to A Prince Among Queens featuring Troy Bronstein. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at T-BestTalentAgency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. Okay, welcome back. We have Suzanne Palmer. And now, go ahead, Suzanne. Tell us the story about TS. Oh, I was going to say, they should just hear what we were talking about on break. But anyway. Right? Um, exactly. No, that's for us and the producers right. and, <laughs> and engineers. Exactly. But anyway, well, I was going to say that Tiesto called, or this company called, um, I don't know, 
on a Monday, I think. So we were in the process of, my husband and I were in the process of adopting and we had just gone through some things. I had miscarriages and the, all, all of that. And we just decided uh, that we were going to adopt from China. <clears throat> and that night before, like, that's what we're going to do. Okay, how are we going to pay for it? We're going to, well, we'll do this. We'll do, we'll, this is, something will happen. The very next day, Tiesto's people call and say, <laughs> could you, <laughs> would you be interested in writing a song for Tiesto's Trap, Loves and Fire? It's already blah, blah, blah. And here's the, the you know, and it was very lucrative. It was probably one of the most lucrative things. And it took about 20 minutes between you and I. Right. 20 <laughs> minutes to write, but whatever. And um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was like, Great. So see how I mean you're like the Cinderella story of, of music because everything yeah. just falls right into you. Now it's falling into you because of your talent. Let's not get that not twisted, crazy. anybody. But yeah, you've got the talent. But it, it's all coming to you. You're not going to get it. It's coming to you. And that's the amazing, you know, the amazing part. See, I got chills, I got goosebumps right now on there. Well, just I talking about that because being in the industry, that is a huge thing. To have them come to you, you know what I mean? And you're not going to them and chasing them. And can I, can I? No, it's like, will you? It's will you? And that's a big, huge difference. And I mean, there's many years of doing, will you? Could you? Would you listen to this? Can I, you know? And then it just... It just seems to fall into place, but it, right. you know, when you're when you're struggling, can you listen to it? Can I get it? <laughs> exactly. It when you're trying to break like it. <laughs> so, yeah. But see, like, then again, things fall into place because our good friend Ralphie Rosario, right there, Chicago, you know, right. did a track with you called um, "Remembering You." I think it was "Remembering right? You," right? Yeah. So I mean, you know, you you've gone on and you you know, working with Peter, I mean, you worked with, you know, Anthony Acid, Peter Bailey, I mean, David Morales, Eric Cobra. I mean, you've worked with everyone. And then finally your album, Home, came out, which then you had um, Sound of a Drum and Show Me and Free My Love and um, Love to Love and uh, Fascinated, which now I found out, I don't know if you're aware of that, but Fascinated actually is your, is your, um, your best hit so far as far as radio chart play. That wow. song has produced the most radio chart uh, action and play for you. So, wow. there's That's a little it, bit of tidbit I, information. Because I still do that show. I mean, I still do that. It's a great song. I mean, it's a great song. A great, you do a great job fact, with it. It was just a couple of weeks ago, it was Ralphie's birthday. And Abel called and said, would you, you know, we're going to do a streaming. We're streaming. Would you want like to come in and kind of surprise him with the little song? And uh-huh. I was like, yeah, you know what? It's just too fascinating. So I did, you know, it, it was fun. It was really fun. It was one of the, there were, you know, not that many people there because it was a streaming thing and right, it was COVID right. and everything, but it was really fun. I hadn't done like live in front of people mm-hmm. for, for a long time. So it was, this was just well, a couple of weeks ago and it's actually one of the warm nights in Chicago. In Chicago. <laughs> well, the, yeah, fun, like, the fun continued because then I hooked you up with Bill Bennett. And we did Fame, which actually ended right. up being your first music video where you were featured. Exactly. <laughs> I look so good in that video. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh my God. And you did a great job again with that song. I mean, that was another oh, that was fun, fun, you know, fun song. That was um, huge for me because I did a, um, something in Mexico, actually, speaking of Mexico. Right. Um, 
and it was Minyana. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, it was, was Minyana here in Puerto Vallarta. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, and then here we come, come rolling back again, Peter. I mean, he knows a good thing when he when he when he hears it. Excuse the pun. But uh, <laughs> you went back, and then um, you traveled to Israel, I think, right, to record. You stepped into my life with Offer right. Offer Nisim, and yeah. you did Big Love with Peter, and then that one with Offer Nisim. Right, and that was uh, yeah, we did, uh, and that was great too. That was another. That was one of the things I did want to do when I was a kid was travel. I didn't mm-hmm. know how I was going to do that. Here I did it with the right. Isn't that funny how this the industry yeah. will take you like everywhere? You know, oh, it was- me, I traveled because of my mom. You know, we would go to Germany every summer when I was a kid, and wow. we would travel Europe. And I knew everything Austria, Switzerland, you know, Czechoslovakia. We went everywhere, and I knew nothing about the United States. And then once I got into this wow. business, and you started going on tours, and you're hitting all these cities. Then now, you know, there's only a few states that I haven't gone to and won't go to, but, you know, that, that exist. You know, it's, it's funny how that does it. And other countries, too, you know, like yeah. you, you've been um, around the world, basically. And it's because of your voice. And, and, people, you're, and you're you know, working. So you meet the people you're doing a show with. So right. all the people that are involved in putting that together, it's, you know, it's really great. I mean, it's it's. I'm blessed. Yes, you so are. And then being, being from Chicago, you know, there's a lot that happens in Chicago because then at that point, then you moved on and Georgie Porgy with Music Planet. Right. Um, you did some stuff with him. Music. And right. um, you had uh, actually a couple tracks, I think, that went right to number one on that, uh, on the Kings of Spins um, iTunes right. charts. Was it Keep On, Keep On? Is that Keep was that On, Keep On, Keep On, Keep On, Keep On, Joy, um, Joy, there. And, there's another one. Yeah. Surrender. So surrender. Really, surrender, right. Surrender. <laughs> it took surrender. me a minute, but I, it yeah. popped back into my head. But yeah, so, um, and here, you know, another Chicago local, you know, guy. Right. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're going through um, the locals, you're going through the, the names. I mean, you know, so now everyone knows, of course, who Suzanne Palmer is. It's not just, you know, who, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, they got that. <laughs> And then um, you were profiled in the um, in a chapter of James Arena's book, Star Stars of Twenty First Century, right? Dance right. pop and EDM. So, yes, he's that a was, good guy. His books are good. He was, he's really good. They're really again, you can read. You know, just oh, I think you introduced us though. I think you gave him. Yes, I did. My yes, name. Did. So that's a good. I may have him Thank do you my. Again for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. By the way. I may um, have him actually be a ghostwriter for my uh, for my book because I've got all my stories to tell. Well, I think you know um, I'm not I'm not a good writer, but if if I sit down like we're talking now, I could tell the right. stories and then he could transfer it into book that format. Per- you know, but you know that'd be that, perfect. That's yeah. a book I want to read. Okay. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people are going to want to read that. So the title is yeah. going to be no green M&Ms. I'll tell you that. right oh. there. So, I mean, think about it. if you're in the yes, line of the grocery store and you see a book, that says no green M&Ms, you're going to pick it up and turn it over. Right. You'd right. see what, see what it's about. And then you're going to right. see some of the dirt that I'm going to talk about and, and go for it there. But that name, in fact, alternate told me I should use that as the name of the book, because when I w- met Van Halen through Valley Bertinelli, their writer, had um, M&Ms, but you know how we have things on the riders to make us look right. nice for people right. paying attention. Theirs was no green M&Ms. 
So if there was any green M&Ms in the bowl, then you knew that you had to really look on the microphones or a kind, is this this? Exactly. And do that. And, you know, just like with Laura Brannigan, we had the peeled pistachios. And I remember going, you know, when you clean up the room at the end, you're like, you want to take this to the room? You want to take this, 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 and the pistachios was always no. And I'm like, Laura, you've never eaten one. She goes, I hate pistachios. I said, then why are they on the writer? And she said, because if they give me peeled pistachios and you're not here or someone's not here with me, then I know I got to watch out. You know, if they're in the right. shell, then I got to, you know, say, okay, what else are they skipping? You know, somebody right. just quickly read through it. So it's funny how those, you know, how those things all come apart. But anyways, enough of all that, because then you moved on and collaborated with, you know, Grammy Award winning Tracy Young. You know? Right. And uh, uh, with Feroche Records. Right. We did. Uh, I mean, and I that's did. where you got Get You There, which we just played in the last break was from that. Right, because we did, we got to get, we, um, well, I mean, I've known her forever, too, just, um, and we've always said, oh, we got to do something again, we got to do something again, and we did um, one song, and as we were doing that, uh, pardon me? Let it go? You let it go, exactly, thank you, and uh, (laughs) it's like, and it's, um, that's my cue to you to go, like, tell me what the heck I'm talking about, yeah, (laughs) so we did that. And after we recorded it, we just had this thought get you there, this whole, so it was sort of a stream of consciousness talking. And that's where it's like talk singing and it's kind of attitude. And it was, uh, I I love it. It was really so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. I'll get you there. I'll get you there. (laughs) So, but about the green M&Ms, though, I have to say, I was watching the years ago, um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld did a mm-hmm. show, The Comedian. I mean, right. and I love comedians and coffee and having in coffee. No, they're not in coffee. They're driving around having coffee. And, he, you know, he was huge. He's on David Letterman, he, this segment. And he they show him at like a, the, the rehearsal run through. And he, the one thing he says is fresh battery for the mic. And I'm thinking, even at that level, you have to check like, get them, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, and, and I just remember going, like, looking up and going, oh, my God. Yeah, always I, so I always have to go, like, you're going to get a fresh battery because I've right? had that where I've come out and, yeah, yeah nothing. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, for you, vocally, you got to have oh, fresh batteries oh, in there all the time. Oh but you but anyway, always, so, never let your guard down. Never, always yeah. got to check. You always got to check, you know. Exactly. And then, um <laughs> total full circle again because on our next break we're going to play your latest song which is called love reaction which again is with mark picciotti is that how you pronounce yes, it actually it's it, we could say picciotti but picciotti is i think the right italian way like and he was in the very very beginning right he was there will come a day i believe right and um he just we got together um right before covid happened he mm-hmm. came into town and we worked on a song we we're like you know it's been like 25 years since we did our our song let's get let's write let's do something to commensurate commensurate i mean commemorate yeah. that and uh it's love reaction which is sort of a disco you know it's great i i, I think it does really have cool. a little disco flair now yeah. that you mentioned that because i was dancing around to it last night while i was in there yeah it's good. <laughs> After, like, you know time. getting dressed going for dinner and i was listening to it and it was the radio edit and i just kept playing it you know just looped it you know going and going and going and 
Um, Good, I love to hear that. I was trying to figure out, the, you know, the, the the feel. I liked it, but now that you say disco, it does have a little bit of, you know, right, tiny bit true. of that, you know, that's in there. But um, nouveau yeah. disco. <laughs> so nouveau, yeah, nouveau disco. But um, it's called Love Reaction, everyone, and it's Suzanne's newest release out on um, Nervous Records. And um, we're going to play a piece of it for you. And we're going to take another quick break and we'll be right back with more of Suzanne Palmer. the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Dive on in. That's right. Dive on into my favorite prince among queens, Troy Bronstein. You tell him Debbie Holiday sent you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Hey family, this is Robin S. And you're listening to Prince Among Queens with my brother from another mother, Troy Bronstein. Listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at T besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right, welcome back. And we have the fabulous Suzanne Palmer with us today. And um, in this last section, we always ask the three faves, which are now uh, four favorites, um, which is city, song, show, and favorite food while being on the road. Now, um, you've, you've been everywhere. I mean, I, I can't even begin to, Sao Paulo, Brazil, I mean, Tel Aviv, uh, London, I mean, you've gone all over the place. What's, what's your favorite city, whether you're performing or not? What's just what's your favorite city that you love to go to? I really love New Orleans. I, my, my husband and I, we 
honeymoon there. It's just... Um, it's a great city. <laughs> it's just a great city. And I've had, I really have great memories there. And I just feel like there's ghosts everywhere. And it's... Right. Uh, you know, it's got, it's so... Uh, Gothic. Yes, that's a word. <laughs> it's gothic. It's like... You know, got a little little underworldish coming. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I just don't, uh, have always like maybe in another life or something. I don't know, but I, I was there. I don't know, but it. But yeah, I did. Good choice. No, yeah, good choice. I, I like New Orleans too. It's it's. Yeah, it's, I've always had fun there. I've always had good. I had you know, fun experiences there, and yeah, you know, I really did. Almost, I mean, you know, I love New York. I've done, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. There's just something about New Orleans that I think um, I can relate. My perfect vacation is like you have a light breakfast, you know, a healthy breakfast, whatever. You have like a little oatmeal. Talk about where you're going to go to lunch. Mm -hmm. Then you take a little tour, house tour. You have lunch at a fabulous place. Talk about where you're going to dinner. And then you do that. And that's just like what (laughs) And listen to music along the way. Yeah, in New Orleans, right? That's great. I love the club. There's a couple clubs clubs um oz and um oh, there was oz and bourbon the, pub the bourbon, bourbon pub. pub i don't yeah. know if they're still what's i'm not sure uh to be honest the bourbon pub i think is still there um oh. but it's been a couple of years since i've been over to New yeah. Orleans, and oz was still there they were both there but um i don't know if johnny and them are all still involved anymore but yeah i wonder I'm so anyway so next your favorite show what's your most memorable show could have been your first show you ever did i mean the biggest house the smallest house that you had to work harder on i mean what's the memorable show so here's a memorable show and it's funny because you mentioned johnny johnny Mm -hmm. chisholm so i was doing gay days in pensacola florida it was like a pool party it was a first we just adopted my daughter and she's a little baby. And we used to, if you remember, my husband used mm-hmm. to trap. We used to all three of us go because right. he just could hold her and whatever. And she and was I cute as a button. I really <laughs> yeah, she's, you know, still is. I can't tell her that now, but she, but um, she's, she's a little older. But we were on the airplane and uh, it was, you know, it was delayed. Of course, it was delayed, delayed, delayed. And talking to John John's like, I'll get somebody, I'll grab, you know, if you could. So anyway, I had to go to the bathroom in the airplane and you know how small they right. are, the little. And you had to get ready in there and put, get your I face put, and yeah, everything. I put all oh, my shit. makeup on and I put my lipstick on and my hair <laughs> and a couple of outfit and then I had to have a little shirt over it. But my daughter used to, when I put lipstick on, she knew either it was good because she didn't, she was just a baby at that point, but she's, you know, looking at me like, who is I'm going to go to work? I don't know. But it was like, who are you? You know, all this stuff on your face. So I come back to the seat, you know, and the people are looking at me like, you hussy. Who? I'm sure they probably thought you, know, you were a hooker or something. Coming how could you, how like could you, you've got a little girl, what are you doing? <laughs> and she just, you know, so came in. But anyway, she came to the, I did the show and I ran on, you know, it was just kind of a funny thing. We just, got out of the car, we went out to the stage and then I brought her on and everybody, you know, she was looking like, what the hell? But so that's kind of a memorable. See everyone. It's not all the, you know, glitz and glamour. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to make sure you go on stage and get that money. (laughs) Putting on your eyebrows. (laughs) And what about a favorite song? Here's a, you know, 
I was going to say, I've got, I've got one. I, I was doing love to love when we were going through this process of adopting again, my daughter and when that came out. So I felt like that was, you know, expressive of that and the family that I made or this. And, um, but Haiju is one too, because it really opened up. I don't know. I was, it's sort of, I, I had some bad, some bad stuff happen. My, the uh, record thing, different went, emotional things, and just always that was going on. Right. And Peter came out of the blue, really, and said, "We want to do Haiju," and it was almost like I had quit everything and then come back with Haiju. So it was, for me, it was I mean, like we're a, glad you did. <laughs> I am, yeah. So that's a so that it's a, a double answer, but that's I'll say. Well, that's yeah. good. That's good. And it's, it's a nice story that, you know, that you have that goes with it. Yeah. And then now the fourth favorite that's added um, because of my friend, Linda Glass Kendig, who's out there and she's always listening. And thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Your favorite food on the road. I used to just ask what your favorite food was. And she's like, no, on no. the road. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what's different. your favorite food on the road? <laughs> Turkey sandwich, because... And I usually, if I can get a chicken soup with it, but you, when you're, I don't know, when you wake up, like pretty much you can get a turkey sandwich and it's going to be a safe, like you're not going to get sick from it usually, right. right? So, and when I, when you do shows in there later at night, I'm usually taking a nap. I wake up, order some room service, which is a turkey sandwich and some chicken soup, and then put on my makeup and go. So Off we so, go. Wow. Yeah. And a turkey sandwich is always a safe bet unless you're in London and they cut the crust off because then you're still hungry yeah. because your sandwich is two by two. But anyway, yeah. so we're out of time already, my dear. See, I told Can't you how fast it. that goes. I know. Right. But stay on there because I'm going to talk to you a little bit after and show you some of the, the, the views from here. So everyone, I want to thank everyone for joining us today with Suzanne Palmer. We've had a great time. Join us next week with Worldwide House diva herself, Shannon. My name is Troy Bronstein. Thanks for listening to Prince Among Queens, and we will see you all next week. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Prince Among Queens. Be sure to join host Troy Bronstein for another great episode next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, enjoy your week.